0: Live from America, we're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. I woke up to a pre-dawn raid, uh, banging on my door. I went to the door to answer the door, and there were 10 FBI agents with a battering ram, uh, white blinding lights. They turned me around, handcuffed me, and threw me against the hallway. Uh, I was partially clothed in front of my neighbors. Uh, They confiscated my phone, they raided my apartment. I've heard the phrase, the process is the punishment. I didn't really understand what that meant until this weekend, And and Sean, I wouldn't wish this on any journalist. These are about certain principles that are so fundamental. Our First Amendment in this country, I'm calling upon all journalists to to take a stand against this. A source comes to us with information. I don't even decide to publish it. If they can do this to me, if they can do this to this journalist and raid my home and take my reporter notes, they'll do it to any journalist. What more could I have done but not run the story and hand it over to law enforcement? I don't know what more we could have done.
1: I woke up to a pre-dawn raid, uh, banging on my. Well, folks, there you go. That's uh, that is a more in-depth, a more in-depth explanation on how James O'Keefe uh, was raided by the FBI and how his staff, uh, both current staff and former staff, were also raided by the FBI. But let me just tell you this before we even go any further: is that James O'Keefe will win this. Project Veritas will win this. And when they come out of this, they will be ten times stronger than going into it with the FBI clearly, clearly abusing its power to try to silence political opposition. And we're going to get into that in the first and foremost section of today, which is why I wanted to uh, preface the show with, with that video because um, that was on Sean Hannity's show I believe last night and it's making a lot of uh, it's making for a lot of good conversation this morning and a lot of really interesting discussion and I'm even seeing that some people whom I respected respected maybe maybe the right word to use um, maybe I don't respect so much anymore because I'm starting to see, who is in this for the views and the likes? Who is in this for the conspiracy theory aspect of things? And who is in this for real? That's one thing about making this step from backyard to studio to being with a news organization to growing with that news organization and from being around uh, a collective group of people who are who you see are fighting for real. And then you start to realize who isn't fighting and who's just doing this For views, likes, and fun. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Live from America. I am your ever so humble, God fearing, and God loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. I want to thank you all for joining in. We already have about 3,000 people watching here on Rumble. There will be no Roku broadcast today and possibly not tomorrow. I have uh, I've stopped paying that service until they fix the issue with also broadcasting on Fire Stick. Ever since I have branched out to this organization to be able to be on digital TV for if there's ever a censorship wave again, they have not um, held up there under the bargain and not for any any reason uh, specifically other than the fact that you know things get lost within within tech and 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 tech support and stuff like that. So um, I've just leave it at that. I'll be back up on Roku and Firestick and more uh, very, very shortly. But thank you for joining in today, folks. I really appreciate it. Today is October, excuse me, November. (laughs) November 11th already. 9th. I tell you, man, these days are just rolling together. November 9th. November 11th is my sister's birthday and I just had to Kind of make a mental note of that. It is November 9th. Year of our Lord. Not October. Not the 11th. November 9th. Year of our Lord 2021. And I got to tell you folks. Getting busier and busier. And I have a very special announcement to make this morning. But before I do make this very special announcement. I would like to thank everybody over there. At Rival Designs. Of course they've sent me these, uh, these new stickers. Shows... uh pedo joe on there and it says i did that let's go brandon so you can post these all over gas stations gas pumps or anything else even at the grocery store with inflation Uh, prices of milk and steak and all of that going up Uh, i'd like to uh, thank you very much Kara and everybody at rival design for these i'm going to be ordering a ton of these and um for the entire month of december when you, if you're, a, if you're a donor to the show for the entire month of December, not only will you get a swamp donkey sticker with every purchase that you make on my online store, but you'll also get one of these in there as well. Spread the love, right? But I want to say thank you to Rival Design. They, ladies and gentlemen, were the very first one to come up with the button idea, and of course, the the very first and probably most popular button of all time. Nobody cares. So. Thank you to everybody at Rival Design and I'll be ordering a bunch of those um, and we'll pass them around. We'll just get them to everybody. Uh, but anyway, ladies and gentlemen, the big news of today that I really wanted to start the show out with, wanted to make sure we had about four thousand people in here until we until I announced this. So if you have not shared the video yet, if you're if you're not suspended from Facebook, I ask that you please share the video. Let's start the party, says Beth C. Pool with a five dollar Rumble rant donation. God bless you and thank you. Yesterday was a great day, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. After um, Rumble takes their percentage. Out for the donation process, which I think is great. By the way, it helps this wonderful platform grow as well. Um, ended up being thirteen hundred and forty-nine dollars yesterday. That was donated thirteen hundred and forty-nine dollars. Absolutely incredible! What a huge day! And of course, ladies and gentlemen, it's always going to just be able to help us grow bigger, faster. That's the that's the good uh, the good news of the day. Okay, let's get to it. Again, folks, please share the video. Reach down, click that rumble button. If you haven't clicked the rumble button yet, please do so. We don't even have a 1,000 yet. It would be very, very helpful. Big news of the day, uh, folks. I have been speaking, as I've been telling you, with the Republican Party up here in New Hampshire. And there's a lot of things to fix here in New Hampshire. I will say, the very first news of the day is is Governor Sununu here, who is, for better or worse, uh, our governor. And... uh, He's so popular amongst independents, undecideds, Republicans, liberals, libertarians, uh, that uh, he just continues to win. Now he does do good things for Republicans. He also does bad things as well. And that's the problem with a lot of these rhinos is you're stuck between a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. However, the good news is, is Governor Sununu will not be running for the United States Senate here in New Hampshire. Which opens up General Boldick to actually take out Maggie Hassan, which I will be helping. Thank you, Patty from Texas, for the $5 donation. God bless you. I will be helping General Boldick defeat Maggie Hassan. However, folks, That also opens up the door for Governor Sununu to run for governor again, which is exactly what he's doing. Nobody's going to beat him. It is the way it is. We're going to have to uh, go through another term of Governor Sununu up here uh, because Jeremy Harrell's not ready to run for governor and probably never will be. However, the big news, the big announcement of the day is I am going to be running for state representative. Um, I've talked to the chairman of the Sullivan County Republican Party, and uh, I know everybody since I ran for county commissioner here, I know all of the. Uh, I know the uh, most of the Republican Party uh, uh, chairman in each of the counties in the, in the state of New Hampshire, and. Um, uh, yes, I did see that NASCAR said that. Thank you, Lise, and thank you for the donation. I am going to be running uh, for state representative here in New Hampshire. Now, that uh, that race isn't until next year, 2022. However, the fact that Governor Sununu is running for governor again um, will only help anybody who's on that on the, uh, the Republican ticket for that ballot because it'll help get a few extra votes. Uh, long story short, folks, I am running for state representative here it's going to be me getting my toes back into the water of of the political spectrum and it'll also allow me to continue to do my show for right now because being a state representative doesn't take the time as uh, as being a United States congressman from New Hampshire, which may come after that. However, I want to make sure I do it the right way. I want to make sure I climb the steps the right way. I want to make sure I never skip a step because there's plenty right here in New Hampshire, um, uh, the, the New Hampshire political spectrum that I don't know. And I want to make sure that I understand the state very Um, very well before I make any decisions to run for a United States Congress. Yes, I will continue to be able to do the show. Yes. I made sure that uh, that was my first priority. My first priority will... Continue and will always be live from America. Your two shows a day. However, being a state representative, I will be called into into uh, into session and into Congress and, and down to the uh, to Concord, New Hampshire once a month and probably more if there's special sessions. But that's okay. You know what I mean. I already go on the road now with the Save America Freedom Tour, and you guys are used to me being away uh, for for you know a couple days at a time and not doing the two shows a day. I thought this was a good uh, a good way for me to continue. Continue to do the show put my money where my mouth is get back involved into politics thank you becky god bless you for the ten dollar donation uh get back involved in politics make sure we continue to grow the message grow the show and um look at that annie up says you have my support from california 1776 to also donated through rumble rants also showing support you guys are wonderful Starting your campaign fund, says Netsky. Well, if you do uh, donate uh, to the campaign fund, make sure that is what you put on there, so I know to, it's going to go towards that. Um, but yes, I will be running. If you're just joining in for New Hampshire State Representative from from my district, I am going to get more involved in the state. Uh, it's going to remain the live free or die state. If I have anything to say about it, and I will be helping. Um, General Don Bolduc in his race with Maggie Hassan, and we'll be having him on the show soon, as well as many other uh, candidates in your state who I've been talking to quite a bit lately. Uh, Alicia Weida, thank you. She says this is huge. God bless you. You guys are you guys have always been great. I know you've been wanting me to run for a long time, but son it was my, it was my. Um, the, the dilemma I was having was that God wasn't... It wasn't weighing on my heart to do it. It was weighing on my heart to do this show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, long story short, it is now weighing on my heart to do that and the show. It's just something that's... God <laughs> spoke into existence, and here we are. So, let's uh, raise our coffee cups, and let's uh, all have a toast. And... Um, and, he, and, and maybe a lot of prayers uh, for my campaign moving into the 2022 season to be a state rep here in the uh, state of New Hampshire. And here's to that. And thank you all. Glory to God. She says, you'll get my vote here in Sullivan County. Go New Hampshire. Yes, yes, yes. My neighbor over there, JP Mom, God bless you. Thank you very much. Jeremy, do you have an address for your new studio and a time frame to receive mail there? I don't because I'm probably not going to have it go right to the new studio. I'm probably going to have it go to a post office box. Here in the building that I'm in right now, we have a separate area for uh, mail, a box room for mail. It's going to be different up there. I will have things forwarded to to that address, and I will put that address out there when we get into the new studio. Right now, we're looking at a move of November 27th and 28th. If for some reason that doesn't work because it's Thanksgiving weekend, and I don't know if I can get everybody up here, it's going to seep right over into the 4th and the 5th, which is in December. So just give you guys a time frame. All right, Uh, that's enough of that. Let's get to the Lord we've uh that that's my big announcement i hope you guys are uh i hope you guys are as happy as i am about my my running for state rep here it'll only um it'll only further the show and uh and and our ability to change things to affect change so i appreciate it all right let's get to the uh, verse of the day ladies and gentlemen i titled today's newsletter as christ's ambassadors we can do better And when I write these, by the way, folks, I'm thinking of myself, uh, what things I need to change. When I'm writing, when I'm doing verses like this, I'm really focusing on what I need to change. And then, of course, it really just, we all need to be a little bit better of of ambassadors for Christ. So, as Christ's ambassadors, we can do better. And the verse of the day comes from 2 Corinthians 6, 4 through 10. And it reads this. But in all things, we commend ourselves... As ministers of God, in much patience, in tribulations, in needs, in distresses, in stripes, in imprisonments, in uh, turmoils, in labors, in sleeplessness, in fastings, by purity, by knowledge, by long suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Spirit, by sincere love, by the word of truth. By the power of God. By the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left. By the honor and dishonor. By evil report and by good report. As deceivers and yet true. As unknown and yet well known. As dying and behold we live. As chastened and yet not killed. As sorrowful yet always rejoicing as poor yet making many rich as having nothing and yet possessing all things this is a clear-cut message to the people of uh, of corinth from paul the word commend used here means to introduce what paul is explaining here is how we should be as christians i can say that before starting my journey with jesus And still to this day, in some regard by the way, I had no idea what being a Christian was or what you were supposed to be like if you believed in Jesus. I thought that you had to completely change who you are and transform into a Bible-thumping churchgoer. Well, to some degree I was right, but in so many ways I was wrong. God made you, you, for a reason. So you don't change that. What you change is your heart's desires. You instinctively understand that your old ways of loving and committing sin are not the life you want to live, and you start catching yourself in all of your daily um, daily, and usual sins. You repent, and you become better at staying clear of thoughts that lead you to actions against Christ. Paul is laying out exactly how you... Uh, how you are to represent God here. He is saying that you are to introduce yourself to people by your actions, not by your status or your wealth, not by your earthly possessions or accumulations, but in how you act, how you present yourself before the Lord and your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. In all things, do it for the honor of the Lord, even the way we speak and our habits to judge or make fun of people. I was ve- I have a very hard time with this one, folks. It, making fun of and, and, and judging others. I don't really do it with, with malfeasance. I don't do it with, with any kind of evil in my heart. But I can see how it can be misconstrued as that. And I need to work on that a little bit. In all of life's situations and circumstances, we are to be ambassadors of Jesus Christ. That old phrase, what would Jesus do? It holds a lot of water. Always ask yourself that question. And I guarantee you that your decision making will start to change your life. And you will become better in so many ways. You are starting to have all the t- tools that you need in any situation that life throws at you. In Jesus' name, Amen. And uh, it, it's it's really nice to be able to to do those uh, newsletters every day and really look uh, inward at myself when I do those because I don't just want to uh, I don't just want to preach to other people. I don't I want to practice practice what I what I preach. And all of these newsletters come from my personal daily devotion. So what I'm going through and what I'm reading will transfer over to a newsletter might not be what you're going through. It might not be something that really helps you out, but in many times it is. And many times I get emails and messages back that say the opposite, that, wow, it seemed like that was coming right to me. And it's because we all go through the same things. It's because we're all human and we all experience the same kind of sin, uh, trials and tribulations, and that book tells us how to get through them. So I thank you guys every day for for accepting them and um, and, and for, your, for your messages back. It, it's truly great. All right, let's go to the Lord's Prayer, folks. I know my my mop is looking crazy. I got a haircut scheduled for tomorrow and a beard trim. But for right now, let's uh, remove our hats and let's go to the Lord in prayer. By saying the Lord's Prayer all together. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those Amen. All glory to God. Thank you so much for the breath in our lungs. Thank you for this platform. Thank you for such a great audience. Thank you for such a wonderful world to live in. It's truly, truly appreciated. Okay, here we go. First and foremost, you guys ready? Let's get back to Project Veritas. First and foremost, here's what's happening. The federal government is using the FBI and the CIA, much like the Obama administration did, as tools to... Um, fulfill their narrative or to fulfill what they want to have accomplished. And in most cases that is silencing opposition media. You remember uh, Obama tried to do this with Fox News he tried to do this with Fox News. He tried to shut Fox News down because he didn't want any opposition to what he was trying to do. He didn't want any opposition to the fundamental hope and change that we were to experience in the United States of America. And ladies and gentlemen, it's happening to Project Veritas as well. They are literally trying to stop James O'Keefe from continuing to expose the evil that is out there that res- that, re- um, that exists in not only our government but the very institutions that our government is using against us as a weapon and as long as an um project veritas james o'keefe or any kind of real journalism uh exists then there's going to be people whistleblowers that defect from these corrupted government agencies and come to wherever this is it could be Project Veritas it could be Project Broccoli call it anything you want but as long as there are courageous people out there who are willing to put their lives their reputations their families lives on the line to get the truth to the people then there's always going to be whistleblowers and people defecting to them the federal government does not like that the Biden administration does not want that ladies and gentlemen but here is an interesting take that I would like to read you, okay? Was the Ashley Biden diary baked by the federal government to kill Project Veritas? Now, this is an interesting story, and I want to read it for you, okay? A piece of news regarding the alleged Ashley Biden diary largely escaped um, uh, largely escaped notice. Project Veritas offices in James O'Keefe's home were raided by the FBI Thursday and Saturday because... According to James Hadfield of the National File, a week and a half before the 2020 election, a Project Veritas whistleblower provided a digital copy copy excuse me of Ashley Biden's diary to the National File, okay? I do not believe in coincidence, says the person who wrote this article. That was a pretext to attack Project Veritas. Why did Jack Hadfield reveal the source of the diary On the one day before James O'Keefe's home was raided. You cannot ignore the deep state for a moment, he says. They are like the eye of Mordor, constantly surveying the body politic um, for an opportunity to attack and infect. The initial reports about last week's raids on the office of Project Veritas and the home of of the creator, James O'Keefe, were of two types. The New York Times was tipped off to a subpoena that was supposed to be secret while many conservative bloggers voiced um, voiced const- consternation and rightly so over the FBI going after journalists. The National File and some other bloggers and aspiring pundits are claiming that this is proof that Ashley Biden's diary is true, which I agree, but I think there's an alternative explanation, he says, that the diary is a fabrication and was given to Project Veritas three weeks before the 2020 presidential election in order to distract attention from the Hunter Biden laptop story and ultimately to discredit and prosecute Trump supporters who embrace the diary as legit. Now here's, I have a I have uh, some agreement. I'm in agreement with some of this and I'm in a disagreement with some of the other. Do I believe that this was a setup for Project Veritas? In some way, yes. Do I believe that what Ashley Biden is saying in this diary is uh, is is also fabricated? No. I believe this is actually Ashley Biden's diary. I do. I 100% do. I believe that this bi- diary was leaked. I agree with this because I have seen video of Ashley Biden actually saying some pretty terrible things about her family. Okay? Then this vi- this diary gets leaked. What I personally believe and I don't have anything to really back this up other than just looking at the whole thing from a 5,000 foot view, is that it was already leaked out there in so many places that there was no way of putting the toothpaste back in the toothpaste tube. However, what I do believe is that once it was already out there, people did do some nefarious stuff there and actually pulled a Project Veritas on Project Veritas because there are now reports that some of the old, uh, the ex-employees of Project Veritas were actually moles put there by the federal government. So I believe the federal government is watching the watcher by putting people, moles, inside of Project Veritas. I believe once that they were in there, that they funneled this Ashley Biden diary in here so that the federal government could kill two birds with one stone and say, look, it it was fabricated and it was false by Project Veritas, and it's an attack on the president's family So what they're going to do is they're going to discredit the information that was already out there, not being able to be redacted or retracted, and they're going to say it was perpetrated by Project Veritas, uh, because you continue to see all of these, um, it's the same talking point from all of these politicians and all of these doctors who work at Pfizer and other places, they're repeating the same thing, you are editing this stuff, you are falsifying your videos, you are making stuff up, you are a national threat. Almost everybody who gets a camera in their face, other than that woman who took off running back to her house anyway, they all say the same thing. So you got to remember when there's a narrative amongst all of the fake news news media, that same narrative is a lie. It's the same thing over and over again. Well, they say the same thing once Project Veritas puts a camera in their face. I believe they're instructed by the federal government. Thank you so much for the donation in Colorado. God bless you. I uh, I believe that they're instructed by the federal government to say a very specific thing, which is to deny what Project Veritas is showing them is true, and then turn it back and say you edited it to make it false. I believe that they're going to, basically what you do when you launder money, they're going to take something that was dirty and real, which was Ashley Biden's diary, they put it in the hands of Project Veritas to set them up, to set them up by saying that you're attacking the president's family, and this is a... some you know this is kind of like a national security threat, and at the same time say, "Oh, you doctored that, and none of it is true." It's not true. This was all put together, by Project Veritas. It's a calculated kill two birds with one stone um, attempt here to discredit and get rid of Project Veritas, and to then launder or say, "Oh, that by, that stuff in the diary wasn't true. None of that was true. None of that pedophilia was true." That is my personal belief of what's going on here. A lot of people agree with me that it was a setup of Project Veritas. However, I don't think anybody really is looking deeper into saying, wait, wait a minute. The federal government had moles inside of Project Veritas, just like Project Veritas has moles inside of the federal government, which lets you know everything you need to know about James O'Keefe and Project Veritas, that everything that they're doing is on the up and up. Everything that they're doing is true. Everything that they're doing is fighting like a patriot. And they have God on their side. And when this is all said and done, you're going to see Project Veritas be bigger than they've ever been. They're going to open up more. Um, they're going to hire more people. They're going to uh, expose more crime and corruption. And it's and Project Veritas is going to be one of the tips of the spear that take down the left and truly see the swamp uh, be drained. That is my personal opinion. But ladies and gentlemen, long story short, um, James O'Keefe is going to need some help. He's going to need some help. So I think maybe once every couple of weeks I'm going to do some crowd crowd uh, fundraising for Project Veritas in this legal battle. Because just like you guys helped me out to fight for you, I in turn uh, turn around and help people out that are fighting for all of us. And, and as long as we stick together like this, as long as we stay united through all of this, we should come out of this better than we've ever seen the country in the next year to two years. That best is yet to come Is, is, is wasn't going to come easy, folks. It wasn't going to come with no bumps and bruises. And when I met James O'Keefe in a private conversation off camera, he said he will never, ever, ever stop. He will continue to run into the fire because that is what he was born to do. So I'm going to go ahead and I am going to um, give James O'Keefe the, uh, the Smarty Award of the day today. And he's got it before, but he deserves it. So right here, November 9th, 2021, Smarty Award. And James O'Keefe got it yesterday, too, because he put it out in the public. Again, folks, he's smart enough to understand that the court of public opinion is so much stronger than the court of law these days. And we see it over and over again. Uh, Michelle says, that's great news. My ex-father-in-law of 29 years, Joe Guthrie, is a New Hampshire state representative for a long time. Don't know if that's a good or bad. I actually know that name. That's awesome that you're related to him. I've seen, I've seen that name for years uh, here in the state of New Hampshire. That's really a small world. Uh, James will get so many donations out of this. Yes, he will. Uh, Pro- uh, Project Veritas is the top of my donation list. Says Jennifer. God bless you. And you guys know something. Here's the thing. It don't, we don't need to break our banks to help people out and to make sure that we prop people like Mike Lindell and Project Veritas and Live from America up. It doesn't. We don't need to break the bank. We just need a collective amount of people to put to put in a, uh, a few dollars to each person, because that's how. That's how it works, and it's a revolving door. I do it with people, you do it with people, and I'm sure James O'Keefe does it with people that are bigger than him as well. It's just how we need to win. It's how we. It's the only way to beat the left. It's the only way. Uh, and now before we move to the next story, which is what's going on in New Jersey and that worthless, weak, woke loser of an attorney that Jack Chiatarelli hired, before we get to that... I do want to go to one thing real quick, and this is a special message sent to me uh, just last night from Mike Lindell and Mike Lindell's team. Um, still no word on when he can come on the show. I believe he's going to save that for after his battle with the Supreme Court, because I do know that he's going to also, after you know, he's endorsed Candace Taylor, and he's really not going to get involved and really help her and her gubernatorial race until after this big fight with the Supreme Court. However, he's not... Uh, he's not forgotten about his partners. They reach out to me constantly. They're constant. I'm, I'm in talks with them twice a week. And this was just sent to me a very a new commercial for Live from America. And for all of you out there who use the promo code for Mike Lindell, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here he is, uh, the man himself. Hold on, let me just bring this video up here. The man himself, Mike Lindell, from MyPillow.com for the best night's sleep in the whole wide world. You know where to visit visit mypillow.com and I, I apologize for taking so long getting this up here we go
2: hello I'm Mike Lindell cancel culture has not only affected myself and my pillow but millions of you out there before all this started I had already written in my memoir I dedicate this book to anyone that's looking for hope well right now we're all looking for hope I believe that my story is going to bring inspiration and hope to everyone by the time you're done reading my book, you will believe that with God, all things are possible. To thank you all for your support, I'm offering some of my best prices ever on my pillow products, including this exclusive bundle. You get my book and these five my pillows. They all have beautiful scenes and verses from the Bible, such as Isaiah forty-one ten. Do not fear, for I am with you. This six pack bundle is regularly two nineteen. Now it's just 99.98 and free shipping with your promo code. Go to mypillow.com and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below.
1: Thank you and God bless. And God bless you too, Mike. And there's the book right there. What are the odds? Uh, really cool hologram picture. It shows him as a child on the back. And then, of course, what he's become today. How it's going. Or how it's how it started and how it's going situation. But what a great deal with the five Bible pillows. Guess what my secular nieces and nephews are getting for Christmas from, uh, from Uncle Jeremy and Aunt Sabrina. Huh? They're getting those. And... Uh, Look, you don't need to. You don't need to have a a, a Christian-based, um, you know, grandkids or, or or kids or nephews and, uh, and nieces uh, to get them that because who, you never know that might change their whole life right there. What a great what a great bundle deal for Christmas, and I would like to thank Mike Lindell and of course I'd like to thank Dawn with MyPillow.com for all the work that she's been doing as well. Okay, let's get into this, and this is going to be the Dumb Dumb Award of the day. I'm giving the dum Dumb Award right now to uh, Jack. Uh, Chiatterelli's lawyer in New Jersey. This guy is a loser. He doesn't know anything. He's already discrediting President Trump, discrediting Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Uh, Mr. Chiatterelli, get rid of this loser before your entire fight is gone. Before your entire fight is gone in New Jersey, get rid of this woke, rhino attorney, uh, because this guy's a loser, so and i'm not even throwing it in the rhino bucket i'm throwing it in the democrat bucket because when you're when you're uh when you're blasting rudy giuliani and president trump over the election of 2020 you got issues and you are not on my side of the aisle let me read let me read this to you all right here we go this is incredible the new jersey um republican gubernatorial candidate who had his election stolen from him by democrats And the corrupt tyrant currently in office hired an attorney with no appreciation for Democrat election crimes. And it's really sad to see the Republican candidate for governor in the state of New Jersey hired the wrong guy to represent him and and, and give him what is his. And that is the election of 2021 we know this because of what we've already seen the governor of new jersey pulled ahead late on election night just like we saw in 20 in 2020 due to fraudulent reporting at its best remember there was a hundred percent of what was it bergen county in 100 percent of the county in all night long and then in the wee hours of the morning switched to 84 percent all of a sudden dumping in a lot of votes for the current governor there the incumbent and then of course the rest is history we also know that voting machines were not working in this state there was multiple videos I showed them right here On live from america of people trying to press the button on these voting machines and it wasn't um, working for the republican candidate in many counties not just one so we know there was fraud there i also showed you a video that project veritas released of a guy who also admitted to and the election worker there also admitted to the same guy uh voting during the 2020 election and the 2021 election who's not even a u.s citizen they knew he wasn't a u.s citizen and they gave him a ballot Anyway, we also know, ladies and gentlemen, again, that these were dumped in in the middle of the night, and it should be an easy case. Shut and, or, uh, open and close. We figured it out what happened in 2020. They obviously overcame it in Virginia. Why they couldn't do the same thing in New Jersey, I don't know. I blame a lot of it on the Republican Party, the RNC. But if you're running in a, in, in a, in a highly contested race, like a gubernatorial race, a state senator, or or a U.S. Congress, or for the President of the United States, you better have your poop in a group. You better understand exactly what you need. And that is lawyers on the ground, lawyers that will fight for you, lawyers that understood the cheating, and lawyers that are going to make sure that they go after it right away so that there's not a time lapse to where some idiot judge can come along and go, well, you should have done it the night of the election. This guy's obviously not going to do that. Okay? And um, let me read for you. Unfortunately, Chia Torelli has hired the wrong attorney, one who knows nothing about Democrats' efforts and the history of stealing elections. And we know this because of statements that he's already made and shared as reported by Fox News. He said this, quote, No one on this team is alleging fraud or malfeasance. That's how he opens it. That is how this moron, woke, ridiculous, uneducated attorney... um, worded his very opening statement, no one on this team is alleging fraud or malfeasance. As we have not seen any credible evidence <laughs> of, of fraud, um, I showed you four different things on this show outside of the dump in the middle of the night, outside what we all saw, which was 100% of a county reporting, and then it go back to 84% in the, in, in, in the early hours of the morning. Okay, this guy is a moron. He literally said no one is, is, is alleging fraud or malfeasance because there's no evidence of that. Okay, the campaign noted that while there was still around 66,405 vote gaps separating Cicciarelli and Murphy, that there are still about 70,000 provisional ballots left to be counted. Additionally, an unknown number of, of vote-by-mail ballots um, and, and that will continue to be received through last night. Waiting. This is what he says. Waiting an additional day or two for all votes to be counted should not be controversial. The campaign has discussed the possibility of asking for a recount. The possibility? Shouldn't you be automatically asking for that like as soon as all the votes are are reported to be in? Shouldn't you already be uh, preemptively asking for that? Or at least letting everybody know as soon as the last vote is in, we're we're right away um, demanding a recount? This guy is weak, weak. Uh, He says the possibility of asking for a recount, though officials would not commit to taking that route until they can assess the situation after all the ballots have been counted. Wait, there's more from this moron. He says the odds of them all going in the favor of Jack and changing the outcome of this election based on the current timeline is unlikely. But that doesn't mean it doesn't bring it close enough to warrant a recount, which is really what we're sitting here looking to do at this point of time, is evaluate whether or not it makes sense to recount the vote, Sheridan said. And he finished with this. (laughs) This guy's a moron. Wait, he says, "We're we're not hearing any credible accounts of fraud or malfeasance or anything like that. And then he says, I'm not looking to be Rudy Giuliani standing in front of a mulch pile. My goal is to make sure that we can get an accurate count and then we make a reasonable decision based on the law and the facts to decide whether or not we're going to recount this. By saying this about Rudy, Giuliani's, uh, Rudy Giuliani, Sheridan shows he has not read a single affidavit from the 2020 election, he has not viewed a single presentation in front of a state governments, and he has no idea what Giuliani did to protect our election and bring justice to a stolen 2020 election. So for the people of New Jersey, I want to say I am sorry not only am i sorry for not getting involved and helping a little bit more there but i am very very sorry that you're going to be stuck with governor murphy for the next four years that's what's going to happen i can tell you that right now with every bit of a surety because this kind of weak rhetoric right here this kind of i'm not going to fight lack of courage is never going to win anything you know it and i know it so hopes and dreams, prayers for 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 uh, wrongs to be righted in the state of New Jersey are going to have to wait for another four years because it's not going to happen with Chia Torelli's um, lawyer here. And what's up with Chia Torelli anyway? It, if this guy, okay, I didn't really know who this guy was until this election. I'm going to be honest with you. Didn't really know who he was. Matter of fact, I could probably say in all confidence, most New Jersey uh, people in New Jersey didn't know who this guy was. Okay. I know he's been involved there for a while, but you, you get what I'm saying, right? So this guy comes out. Boom. All of a sudden, we see Yunkin doing what he's doing down there because he's got a good game plan together. We knew that game plan was going to be effective. Didn't know it was going to work, but it did. So now this blueprint is, is a blueprint that we need to use in uh, Nevada, New Hampshire, and many other places. However, if this guy's not even going to stand up and fight, if he's not going to get rid of this loser attorney, then what kind of governor would he been in the first place? Would he have been a governor who fought for you? Would he have been a governor who stood up when all, in the face of all adversity when he knew what was wrong and right? Because if he can't even fire this guy and get somebody competent in there, I don't really know what else to say. I mean, if the guy who's running against Murphy isn't even going to put up the fight that you and I would put up, uh, the fight that you and I would put up, is he, is, is he worth fighting for? I don't know. Long story short, folks, we're seeing this uh, all over the world, all over the country. It, we're seeing people who have just no courage, no backbone, running for office, telling you they're going to do something, and then when the first crap hits the fan, they can't even stand up in, in, in front of it? And shield you from it, he's just gonna, I'm gonna step aside here. I got other things to do. I don't fight for weak people. I don't. And I'm not gonna say that I'm not, that I'm glad that I didn't get involved more in New Jersey. I'm gonna say I'm sorry I didn't, but I'm glad that I'm not backing a guy who's gonna give up like this because that's not what we need. That's not what we need. We can't, we cannot have more and more people uh, run who are just gonna, just gonna give up. You know what I mean? I don't know the guy. I don't know. He could be a great guy. Not sure. But the fact that he's not getting rid of this attorney after this attorney is saying these things lets me know that his views align with the attorney that he's paying to represent him. And I'm going to wash my hands of of all of that unless he makes a a, a very different decision the next day or two. I'm going to wash my hands of Chia Torelli. No guts, no glory, says Jay Hopmeyer. I agree with you. No guts, no glory. Could he be a plant and make sure Murphy wins? Could be. Anything's possible these days. That's why we have to have a new way of vetting these people. And like I said, it's very easy to vet these people nowadays. All you have to do is right from the get-go, ask them, do you believe the 2020 election was stolen? Yes or no? If they say no, boom. See you later. I don't need to ask you anything else. Same thing with having, um, you know, Ridiculous arguments with with people who don't know what they're talking about. Look if you're getting ready to have a political discussion With somebody who doesn't even know what GDP means doesn't even know anything about the economy has no idea about the Constitution Why even bother you're just you're getting into an argument with somebody who's regurgitating CNN uh, puke That's all it is. So we need to be better We need to be smarter and we need to strategize on how we move forward with not only political discussions that lead to people running but vetting people the right way. And we can get right down to the bottom of, by asking a few questions. And when, if they don't answer these questions, if they dodge these questions, if they dance around them, or if they give you some kind of uh, uh, political uh, BS answer, then they're gone. Right away. Don't even let them get to the point where they could be asking for a recount or not. We don't know. We haven't seen anything yet. And speaking of fraud, let's move on to the next story because I'm done with rally. Let's move to the forensic audits that seem to be like everybody's forgotten about. It seems like the people of this country have all of a sudden just forgot about the forensic audits. You don't hear much other than from me and a few other people that we need to continue to push these. Uh, but President Trump came out with a with a bold statement yesterday that should grab a lot of people's attention. And this is uh, pertaining to Mark Burnovich, the Attorney General of Arizona. Let me read you what President Trump said. President Trump released a statement, and he says the people uh, deserve answers now. So he put this out last night, and he said the great patriots of Arizona are anxiously waiting the Attorney General's review of the large-scale election fraud that took place during the 2020 presidential election. The findings of this forensic audit report were clear and conclusive. The results from the congressional election integrity hearing that just took place in Washington DC upon cross-examination were devastating to the other side. 100% agree. The Arizona legislature and other states with an exclamation mark, he put, should at a minimum decertify the election. The American people deserve an answer now with an exclamation point. Liz Harrington retweeted that out. And, uh, um, And also Wendy Rogers, um, was on stage with President Trump just last week and told the crowd at this rally that she also wants to see the fraudulent 2020 election certi- uh, decertified along with accountability through perp walks and arrest. Look, how do I want to put this? We've been saying courage is contagious for for a year now, okay? We've been saying courage is contagious for a long time. All it's going to take is for one state, a year later, to finally do this. It looks like Arizona might be the closest state in decertifying. Mark Burnovich, we are going to flood your office with phone calls the rest of this week. Starting tomorrow, we are going to flood your office with phone calls and emails once again. We don't want to see a stupid nunchuck video from you. We don't want to watch you show off your skills in, 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 in ninjutsu. No, we want, to show, we want you to show off your skills as an attorney general who are bringing, who's bringing people to justice for fraud. 700,000 ballots or more should not have been counted based on law. I don't give a flying you-know-what about anything else but the law. I don't care if it was a pandemic. I don't care if, if it was a very different circumstance. It doesn't matter. None of that crap matters. It's all just this. By the law. So, Mark Bernovich, you have an opportunity here to not only go down in history as a hero for the United States of America, but a hero to the state of Arizona, and whatever political career you're furthering, which I believe he wants to be a U.S. senator, you will be a shoe in If you just do your job. Now, I've been the first person to say you need to be patient on this stuff because it takes a while. You need to be patient on this stuff because it takes a while. And I'm still going to reiterate that. You still need to be patient on this stuff because it takes a while. And you want to make sure that your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed. Because this could be criminal implications all the way up to Secretary of State and or Governor Doug Ducey. Okay? We already know those guys are corrupt. But Mark Bernovich needs to do his job, and he needs to do it well, and he needs to do it very soon. Because once that happens, you're going to see all these other states follow suit, just like they did with the forensic audits. And all we need is three states. So it's all coming down on Mark Bernovich's shoulders. That is where we need to put the pressure right now. That is where we need to focus our attention, and we will start doing that tomorrow on Live from America on the live show, but don't let that stop you from getting his number today and calling today, okay? Got to get on that. Here's an update on on Georgia, okay, because we haven't talked about this in a while. Voter GA's lawsuit, uh, Garland Favorito's voter GA lawsuit to ban the Dominion machines. That is set for November 22nd at 4 p.m. I'd like to thank Melanie Collier from Georgia who gave me that information this morning. It is not going to be open to the public. You will not be able to go in there and watch it like you have all of these other hearings, okay? Again, voter GA, Garland Favorito's lawsuit to ban the Dominion machine in the state of Georgia based on violation of election laws, which Dominion has already violated by not printing out that qr code receipt of your vote which they were already the judgment was already made by a court of appeal or a uh, a district judge in the northwest um northwestern part of the state these dominion machines are are against the law so that hearing will be november 22nd at 4 p.m just so you guys know where we are with that all right i see we're running very, 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 very short on time. And i got a lot to go through, so I might have to uh, kind of do a speed round here. Um, let's move on to um, an update on the woke cancel culture mob that has set its sights on Aaron Rodgers, okay, uh, for coming out publicly against this vaccine. Now, I showed you this yesterday. I showed you how Terry Bradshaw. I showed you how ESPN, Sterling Sharp, all of these pundits on Fox News, NFL um, uh, TV Analysts and everybody, they're coming down on Aaron Rodgers all at the same time, all with the same narrative. And that is, you are selfish for exercising your freedoms. You are a selfish person if you don't go along with the cancel culture well he stood up and said no i'm not going to stand up with it well i want to give a big shout out right now to state farm insurance because state farm insurance is probably aaron Rodgers' biggest um endorsement deal and state farm came out after the cancel culture woke mob went after state farm and said you need to drop this guy they said no we're not going to drop him nope nope we're gonna we're gonna stand behind um we're gonna stand behind him because he's an american we live in america and he has the right to choose what he wants to go in or, or not inside of his body. So State Farm Insurance deserves <clears throat> deserves a big uh, applause for standing behind Aaron Rodgers. However, there's a catch here. They're pulling his TV ads for now until the storm blows over. Okay, They're going to pull his TV ads. Now, nothing would stand stronger for for them. I mean, here's the thing. You cannot give an inch with these woke cancel culture mobs. You can't give an inch or they'll take a mile. So I I, I think that they did a great thing for backing Aaron Rodgers. However, if you're going to back him, back him 100%. Don't go in half-hearted backing him. Don't go in 75% or 80%. Don't say, we're going to back him. We're going to continue to endorse him. But then say, well, let's pull his TV ads so that we don't, you know, you you know make them even more mad that was a mistake by state farm don't do that stand up strong stand up proud and say look we're standing behind this guy period you don't like it kick rocks it is what it is beat feet but i guess you got to give him, got to give him a little round of applause for saying for for saying that it's um that it's america and it's freedom but not so much on the uh pulling the tv ads for now until it blows over i'm not all about that I'm not about that at all. However, what I am about is another individual who I'm about to show you, who says, I'm 100% standing up for America. I'm 100% standing up for my athletes, and I don't give a rat's, you know what, who comes after me come after me and see what happens and ladies and gentlemen that is somebody who i've respected for over 20 years somebody who i have followed for over 20 years somebody who i look up to as a businessman and as a patriot for over 20 years and that is ufc president dana white when asked recently about all of this vaccine mandate all of this stuff with the pandemic what he thought about it dana white had some interesting things to say so let's go to Dana White now and listen to what he said to Fox News when asked about his fighters, about his organization, and about the vaccine mandates. First of all,
3: since we came back and, uh, and started doing full crowds, every event we've done has been a sellout, including Madison Square Garden. So, um, you know, going through the pandemic the way that we did, finding solutions to problems, uh, you know, instead of hiding, was the best thing that we've ever done. I mean, it, our business... Grew exponentially through through the pandemic. It's, because you think you, you sent, sent a message. A
2: on you think you sent a message to the country by saying we're going back. We're not going to hide. We're going to we're going to lean forward. I hope so. I mean, I hope I hope that's
3: what happened. But you know, uh, my intention was to take care of my people. You know, through the pandemic, we didn't lay off one person. We didn't cut anybody's salaries. Everybody got their full bonuses that year, and all my fighters' contracts were, were, were kept
2: you're in a city that told a bunch of firefighters get vaccinated or go home, Fire, firefighters, cops, sanitation workers. What about that vaccine or drop dead attitude?
3: Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. Well, you know, I'm not having, my, my fighters can get vaccinated or not. We're not forcing people to get vaccinated. Um, I believe as an American, that's your choice. If you want to get vaccinated, your body, this is a free country. You do what you want. Looking out today in this city,
2: I guess people have to be vaccinated to go to the match. Right,
3: if, if you're vaccinated and, and you know, you want to come to the event, you come to the event in New York. If you're not, I'm gonna be putting on 44 other events around the country. You can go to one of those shows. And <laughs> you mentioned just what happened on Tuesday in this country and think people have stood up and taken notice. What do you mean? Yeah, well, I think you, you, see, uh, you see the tide starting to turn now um i I even i even see some you know people who are on the crazy liberal side now starting to go whoa whoa what what are we doing here i I think everybody's starting to notice that uh things aren't working things aren't the way they used to be i think people just want some normalcy again you know you're seeing it in virginia
2: the other thing to keep in mind I, i think too that that is actually resonating is the is american spirit cradle to grave Taking care of you. We're going to give you free Listen free to what stores. he says here. We're going to give you free lunches. We're going to give you free community college. We're going to give you free health care. Can we have capitalism and this other stuff free? Because nothing's really free, especially when you're running a $28 trillion debt. There's no such thing
3: as free. Mm. There's no such thing as free. And, and, and you should know by now, the government is never going to take care of you. Amen. Whatever. You need to take care of yourself. You need to get out there. Like you just said, there's 11 million jobs out there. Get out there and take care of yourself. The government's never going to do it. And that's what I wasn't waiting for through the pandemic. I wasn't going to sit around and wait for the government to to, to take care of me or my people. Where'd that come from? Where'd that attitude come from? I'm an American. That's how I grew up. Amen. how how we grew up here. We we, we don't hide from things. We we take things head on. We figure out solutions to problems and, uh, you know. It's just that's just not the way I was brought up and listen I'm a big believer in the American dream it's real I'm living it right now um as are many other people who live in this country and uh you know listen this country isn't perfect and it never will be but it's about as good as you can get when you compare it to what's out there
1: amen he's right yeah he yeah. is right and, and and god bless Dana white too you know I love the look Dana white is um Dana white is somebody who who if he wasn't on national tv right there he would have been a lot more exploitive <laughs> you know explo- ex- he would have he would have uh, he would have said a lot more uh, things with swear words in it and uh, what i mean by that is the guy's passionate okay he does not care what the media says about him he does not care about what the media says about his fighters here's another thing here's a good piece of uh, information for you last week they were just at MSG they were just at Madison Square Garden last Saturday for an event there in New York City. You have to be vaccinated and show proof of vaccination to go to the, to go to Madison Square Garden. Guess who wasn't vaccinated? Half of Dana Stites, ha, half of Dana White's uh, fighters on his on his on the uh, on the card. Half the fighters on the card were not vaccinated. Now look what's happening in uh, look what's happening with the New Jersey Nets or the New York Nets or whatever they're called nowadays at the Barclays Center. They Uh, Kyrie Irving can't play if he's not vaccinated. Other sports agencies are not allowing their um, players to play if they're not vaccinated because of the the, the mandate inside of New York. Guess who didn't care about that? Dana White. Guess who's half of his roster was not vaccinated? Dana White's. He does what he wants because he doesn't have to comply. And he put on a major show there, and he took the fourth highest gate at, at Madison Square Garden on Saturday. God rewards people who stand up. Now, I see somebody said you wanted me to cover Gavin Newsom before I sign off today. Yes, we're going to do that. Look, folks, Gavin Newsom hasn't been seen in 12 days. Everybody knows that. Gavin Newsom has not been seen since he took his booster shot. Everybody knows that. Gavin Newsom's wife got irritated at seeing all of this stuff on Twitter and actually lashed out on Twitter and then deleted her tweet about 20 minutes after she posted it. Let me read that tweet for you. Right now, Gavin Newsom's wife tw- uh, tweeted this It's funny how certain folks can't handle the truth. When someone cancels something, maybe they're just in the office working. Maybe they're in their free time at, uh, at home with their family, at their kids' sports matches, or dining out with their wife. Please stop hating and get a life. And then she deleted that about 20 minutes later. I wonder why. Here's a good, here's a funny thing though. I want to read to you something that probably nobody has told you guys. And this is coming from a doctor who posted this and he wrote this he tweeted this actually yesterday at almost 7 p.m my sincere condolences to governor newsom of california it is being reported that he had a covid vaccine induced injury gbs uh, guillain-barré syndrome i hope he recovers quickly as vaccine induced gbs can be difficult paralytic syndrome ladies and gentlemen, and then somebody retweeted him, or replied to him, said Governor Newsom's injured, Governor Newsom injured by Moderna booster shot, source tells Defender. So I started looking into that, and I realized that at the same time that this guy took his, um, his Moderna booster shot, all of a sudden three countries in Europe banned the Moderna shot for anybody under the age of 30. Literally the same time frame this is all going on. Now, everybody is saying that Gavin Newsom is fine. He's fine. What are you talking about? His office is even saying that the reason why he canceled his trip to Scotland for the climate change summit was because he had family obligations. Well, isn't that weird? Isn't it weird that he didn't know he had those family obligations before going? Isn't it weird that he uh, completely had it in his schedule to go to Scotland and there was no family obligations then? Then he took his third booster booster shot, his third shot of Moderna, and all of a sudden, you don't see him. You still haven't seen him. Apparently, we're going to see him today from what people are saying, but I don't know in what capacity you're going to see him. Long story short, doctors and 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 people close to these um, kind of uh, situations don't tweet things like that unless there's some smoke. Okay? Smoke and fire, folks. Where there's smoke, there's fire. It might not be the fire that you think it is. It might be a smaller fire. It might be a bigger fire. But where there's smoke, there's definitely fire. So we'll be on the lookout for old... Uh, uh, Gavin Newsom. Um, also, didn't he originally get the J&J? Why Moderna? Yeah, I don't know. All I know is that the third shot that he took, the, the, the booster shot, was definitely a Moderna one. So he might have guillain Bray syndrome. He might be paralyzed. He might be temporarily paralyzed. I don't know. Long story short, you've never went 12 days without seeing or hearing from Governor Gavin Newsom in California because he's always got some liberal uh, lunacy to spew. And he hasn't been around. So... Um, I want two more stories, folks. Two more stories. I don't know if you know this or not, but stuck inside that one point two trillion dollar communist spending bill that just uh, got approved because of thirteen rhino loser Republicans is uh, on its way to Joe Biden to sign into law. What uh, what people might not know is stuck way inside this one point two trillion dollar stimulus bill has uh, Congress has uh, created a new requirement for automakers. Um, Find a high-tech way to keep drunken people out of cars. It's one of the mandates, along with a burst of new spending aimed at improving auto safety amid escalation, uh, escalating road fatalities in the $1 trillion infrastructure package that was sent to Joe Biden, expected to be signed soon. Under this new legislation, monitoring systems to stop intoxicated drivers would roll out in all new vehicles as early as 2026, after the Transportation Department... Pete Buttigieg, assesses the best form of technology to install in millions of vehicles and automakers are given time to comply. Alex Ote, National President of Mothers Against Drunk Driving, called the package the single most important legislation in the group's history that marks, quote, the beginning of the end of drunk driving. I don't know how many times we have to say this in this country, but every time you outlaw something, folks, every single 19 excuse me 19 republicans not 13 every time you outlaw something it's what makes it even more um it makes the crime becomes bigger we didn't learn that during prohibition let's outlaw alcohol look what happened in outlaw uh, and because of that organized crime came out of that every time you outlaw something so stupid and ridiculous more crime derives of from that every single time When are people going to understand this in this country? And now you're trying to literally get inside people's uh, privacy? We already have the Fourth Amendment. You can't even search my vehicle unless I allow you to or unless a judge orders it. And now you're going to make it so I can't even drive my car. Look, I'm all for uh, things against drunk driving. Nobody should be driving drunk. That is one thing I can say in my life, even in my worst times, that I always stayed away from was drunk driving. You know what I mean? I get it. But you cannot continue to impede on people's privacies through bills where you hide things inside of them. So this needs to all be overturned by President Trump when he gets everything that Biden has done needs to be overturned when we retake all of it. When we retake all three branches of the government, we need to literally pass laws to overturn everything that they did. Because this is ridiculous. I I, I just wanted to touch on that. And one more thing about this mandate of uh, 100 employers or 100 employees or less. We all know the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeal has uh, has has stayed that. They've said, nope, we're not going to allow that to continue until we litigate this further. We fully expect it to all of these lawsuits from all of these states, all of these attorney generals, to be um, compiled into one lawsuit and a circuit will be picked to over to overlook all of this, to make a judgment on this. It will then go to the Supreme Court no matter which way they judge. No matter if they judge in the way of, of, of not mandating or mandating, it will then work its way to the Supreme Court. However, Attorney General ken paxton from texas seems to think that the reason why the biden administration is telling all employers to ignore the fifth circuit court of appeals judgment and to go all go ahead and mandate your employees to get vaccinated is because they know they're going to lose they know they don't have a leg to stand on and they want to continue to get as many employers to put this in their um uh to put this in their companies this mandate in their companies regardless this is it. It was never meant to be a law. It was never meant to be a federal mandate. It was always meant to be a scare tactic and a bully tactic from the Biden administration to make as many employers fall in line as possible by scare tactic. It's not going to go through. It's not going to happen. It will never be the law of the land. It's just a scare tactic. So if you own a business and you have not made this decision yet, and you have 100 employees, stop being scared. Stop being afraid of the Biden administration taking your lunch money stand up like an american and stand up for your employees and that's going to do it for live from america today folks so remember there are right ways and there are wrong ways but there's only one yahweh so stand up tall keep your shoulders back keep your chest out And keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Thank you very much for sticking around today. Thank you for the shares. Thank you for your support. Thank you for the Rumble Rants. We're going to be back at 5 p.m. with more live from America.